Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, this is Real Spoilers, episode 215 for Morgan. Who would have thought we'd make this milestone? It's twice the milestone. Unbelievable. Who would have thought that the movie of the day would be one that opened number 17 at the box office? (laughs) Have we ever talked about a movie that's opened... I don't know that we've talked Below about the one. top ten? I think we might have or like, once, like but... With yeah, the indie thing, I know that yeah. sometimes the art house is like a little under butt. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know that... I don't think anybody this knows this movie. I, I, okay. Like I said uh, in our previous broadcast, uh, I didn't even know about this movie until last week because I saw it, the trailer uh, right before Don't Breathe. Yeah. And I was like, well, it looks interesting. Hey, Paul Giamatti, you know, yeah. I mean, aside from the, the amazing Spider-Man yeah. uh, and, and Kate Mara. And I was like, oh, and there's that there's that guy I just saw in Stranger Things. Um, Kate Mara, Fantastic yeah. Four, of the Fantastic you've got, Four. You've got, you know, you've got some, you know, some clout in this. And then, um, yeah. And there and there's, what's his name? Uh, Hydra is in this too. I know. That's why as soon as I see him, all I think of is Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Um, so yeah, but, but I was like, I figured this movie was also coming out in like a month or two. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I think I saw it at a preview. For, maybe, you know, we were probably at the same movie. Yeah, Did we see we it were before? at the same movie. But we saw it before Don't Breathe. Yes. That's where we saw and, the preview. But I also thought it was, like, I didn't think anything of it because I was like, well, I'll have to see that yeah. when that, you know, when that comes out. We'll have to talk about it. It's, yeah. It's funny. I always think of Toby Jones as the other Truman Comedian. The other Truman. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Although I, he was great. Yeah, he was. He was great, too. Yeah. Like, I just think he didn't end up with in as good of a movie. No. But it, but I still didn't think it was a bad movie. No, it wasn't a bad movie. Just it was like you, you know, you got two volcano movies, you got two ant movies, right. you got Truman, two Truman Capote movies. Yeah, like, and hey, yeah. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman was one hell yes. of an actor. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's oh, absolutely. You know. But I, I honestly, I thought his Truman Capote. I, yeah. I think I might have liked better? his better. Uh, yeah, Toby's? I think I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was in the better movie. But I, I honestly think Toby, I think Toby he, Jones he played was, it. I thought little. Toby Jones is. Uh, uh, Capote yeah. was better. He's a good actor. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a good actor. Yeah, and you know, I, I just think that his main—he's probably most known as the evil Hydra scientist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I also uh, felt bad for Toby Jones because he's—I mean, it's—he's a weird-looking dude. Yeah. It's, and like, yeah. and like that, and he's and he's short. And yeah. I can say it like as yeah. a short guy. You can, yeah, you can like say I, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he sh- was perfectly cast. He was, and like, was probably like riding high. He was like, I was born to play Truman Capote. Yes. This is it, man. This is my thing. And I, and then <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, nope. And he's like, well, son of a you bitch, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, when I looked at the cast list, I'm like, this actually has. And yeah. then, and then Dan talk about the uh, connect the connection to producer Ridley Scott. Yeah, because I was like, okay. So then I saw it was a Scott free production. I saw Ridley Scott's producer. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I saw now Jimmy Scott or whatever, and I'm like, "Hey, Luke Scott, hold is the director. on, Luke Scott." I'm like, "Hmm," and Luke Scott is the 
son of Ridley so and I, the nephew of of the departed Tony. Tony. So I have I have a theory. I have a theory. So yeah. as as we've mentioned, this movie opened to number seventeen at the box office. Uh-huh. We did not know about this movie until a week before its release. Right. I think that. Ridley Scott, I'm just guessing that Ridley Scott did not want Luke Scott's career to end here, right. and maybe they buried this movie. Uh, you know, that's a good maybe point. Maybe it didn't I have mean, a big enough budget to care about. Uh, this and is like, like the um, low-rent Blade Runner. Right. Yeah, which, I was going to say, like, thinking, what's your video? Or, Ridley. Yeah. A, yeah, or a poor man's ex machina. Yeah. Yeah, it's two things that I've drawn comparisons to. And I was thinking, it's, like, what's the video recovery going to be? Blade Runner? Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yeah it, it, well, it, I, I would way back. Okay. Um, but um, I just no, wonder, really I wonder back. if, uh, I mean, I know that they, I mean, there's this is 20th Century Fox. I mean, they have shareholders. They're yeah. not trying to lose money here, but I just wonder if maybe somebody pulled some strings and didn't quite up the marketing budget enough like they knew but this you, was a turd but you know that's here's the thing not, though like it's, it's not a it's not turd. terrible it's not a great movie but i mean i i've seen much more high profile movies oh, that yeah. were way worse oh yeah we've yeah. seen a lot worse movies make more money for sure yeah. i mean there's, there's i mean no and i've seen a lot worse movies get a get a lot of muscle behind them yeah. you know what i mean i i just i mean r.i.p.d yeah, like, look how much muscle that had behind yeah. it. So, like, I, I, you know, I don't know what happened here because, like, it's, at the end of the day, I did not, I didn't really care for the movie, but I wasn't. It's not terrible. It's not awful. It's just, I think, uh, on uh, your home theater, it's probably perfectly passable. maybe home theater on cable. I think, like, you I mean, the problem with this movie is, I mean, because when we, if we recap it, it's not there's not much to recap because you you can guess. The twist. the twist and because nothing happens early this is on. a very uh, i mean this is a very light plot movie i yeah, mean there's it's, not there it's is, almost like a stage play because yeah. there's just it, it all takes place in one house practically yes. yeah you know, it like is. it really reminded me of like an old like victorian who done it yes. in a lot of ways because it's like you have this outsider introduced uh-huh. to a, a kind of a, in a closed environment yeah. and yes. no one's allowed to leave the house and, yeah. and until we determine and yes, you know the video recovery's clue <laughs> nope death trap <laughs> no oh no we've, we've done that yeah yeah i don't want to keep thinking about that movie yeah i, I was gonna say you did a backdoor <laughs> video recovery but that might not be in the best taste <laughs> oh no <laughs> so maybe since joe's not here we can just pass the ball around and kind of okay uh, well i mean uh the movie opens up with like you know they kind of do the little like sizzle to get you in uh and they have like the high tech op- you know uh we see somebody the, in a uh like security facility. camera footage. Yeah, yeah. And they've got like the, you know, the motion tracking and everything and all the graphics on the screen and stuff like that. And we hear somebody come in and talking to um, Morgan. This subject, yeah. Yeah, the subject who's sitting at a table and the the subject doesn't really say anything. And, and, and the person who I think we find, was that Jennifer Jason Lee? Yes. Okay. That's so, Kate. What is yeah, her name? Kate? Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, the subject's like, Morgan, I'm sorry. I know we said we, you know, but you can't go outside and... You know, um, the next thing you know, you, there's like nothing happening. And you can see that, like the heart rate on both of yeah. them and like the, you know, the all the biometrics. Yeah. And um, uh, Morgan jumps up on the table and he just starts just stabbing the, the other person in the eye. With a pen or something. Yeah, something. I could, it, so at first. It, it, it was definitely like stabby. Yeah, it was stabbing. Yes. It was like. <laughs> You like, know, it was yeah. like, okay, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stab. are you stabbing somebody right now? I am. I hope. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be different if Joe was Settled here. Out. Yeah. 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 Like, you stab Joe. Yeah, and we're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's that Monster Squad reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I first saw that, I'm like, she definitely just stabbed that person. I thought maybe in the throat. Yeah. Like, I thought she just killed someone. So I'm like, she just stabbed them to death. Later on, we see Dr. Kathy, and she has an eye patch on, yeah. so you're led to believe she just stabbed in the same spot in the Dr. eye over Kathy? and over. Yeah. Is she Dr. a pediatrician? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Kathy. Yeah. So, wah, wah. So, <laughs> so you see her, and then she just had an eye patch, so I'm like, oh, maybe she just beat the crap out of her. Like, I like I thought she stabbed her. Maybe yeah. she just punched her in the eye like crazy. Yeah. And then later, they say that she stabbed her. So I'm like, okay, it definitely seems stabby. Right. It was, I yeah, just it was, was unclear. They, I'm they like, went over the top of the stabby sound. Because at first, yeah. I'm thinking when she stabbed her, I'm like, she just murdered her. Like, That's what her, Yeah, because I thought... You can't I, tell it's in the eye. You y- thought her yeah, throat. Because like, I was like, how you... Li-? Yeah, I thought it was the throat, yeah, too. Yeah. And I was like, we well, ain't living through that. Yeah, it was an done. overhead yeah. view, so it wasn't even like you could see it any hardly peripheral. It was just like overhead, so mm-hmm. when she's stabbing, you're like, uh, yeah, that's she's done. Yeah. 
uh, but yeah, she couldn't go outside or something. And uh, so, so the, uh, we obviously see that this test subject Morgan is a bit unstable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then so what do they do? They go into like yeah, a, to a, a background of yeah, they the cut, science. Cut to drone shot of yeah. the of a car pulling. Yeah, because yeah. there's some nice. I was, I was talking about. It, I go. There's some nice drone shots in this. Yeah. You know, some nice uh, atmospheric shots. Um, and, I always, and, whenever I see that 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 shot, because you see it a lot in movies, I was I'm always like, oh, it's the Kubrick shining shot. That's exactly it. Yeah. Except for that was like achieved, you know, without, before drones. Before they had drones. to rent a helicopter. Yeah. It was great, a, yeah. great drone shot and don't breathe. Yeah, when they go all the way into him yeah. dragging her down the street, that's yeah, like we cool. mentioned. But that was a great drone yeah. shot, and I thought about it, and I'm like, man, if you want to get that shot before you, would have had to have a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you think about all the shots that used to be like that, nope. and I'm like, they used a drone. How yeah. cool is that that films can take advantage of? Yeah. Way uh, cheaper. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we we hear a, uh, basically, we see somebody, uh, there's a car driving, and we hear a voicemail, basically, which seemed a very, you know, because I was like, from, uh, a voice uh, from Brian Cox. So you're like, plot yeah. device? Yeah. What is Explaining this? what as she's as already on Brian the way Cox, doing. Who, who only, only one time can I think of in his career has he played, maybe not not a villain or not yeah. somebody on the wrong side. He's just side. a dude. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, Rushmore. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm like, oh, well, he's always a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Brian Cox. Can I, can I ask you a question? Is Brian Cox turning into Rip Torn? <laughs> he just kind of. I think he kinda, he's morphed into Rip Torn. The way his voice and when I yeah. saw him in this movie in yeah. particular, like if you look at him in other movies and yeah. like go to his IMDb, totally looks different. In this movie, he sounds and looks like Rip Torn. I'm like, you know, it's it's funny when you say that he always plays a villain because I'm almost positive he was the original voice of Aslan in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Really? And they and, and they, they brought in, in Leslie Nielsen. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, yeah. See that because he is associated. I mean, he he makes an amazing Hannibal Lecter. If you have not seen Manhunter, yeah. check him out. It's a totally different take on the character, but I thought he was great. Yes, he was originally the, uh, to do the voice wow. of Aslan. Yeah. I think they probably made the this. This right is a, a 2005 story yeah. from NarniaWeb.com. Well, I will tell you, he is a working actor because, you know, I've seen him in a lot of stuff for yeah. sure, but I just went to his IMDb under actor. Oh, he's, he's, this is interesting. It says that they recast him because he had lost some weight and it changed his voice. Well, he fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going back. Yeah. He heard they might. Yeah. Do another one. Well, he's doing the Rip Torn bio. I think they are doing biopic. another one. They are doing another yeah. one. But uh, his filmography, Brian Cox, oh, yeah. 208 credits. Like, I, started, awesome. I started scrolling down and, you know, halfway down the page, I'm in 2009. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will say, he's been the best William Striker that we've seen. Yeah. This Easily is, the best. Just a, real quote, a quote from this article. According to Mr. Cox's publicist, what was said at the conference is categorically false. Brian left the production because of scheduling conflicts. Hmm. Scheduling conflicts? It's voiceover. It's entirely voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to be in the same you could do that. Yeah, there's no way you could, you could I, be anywhere in the world. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that 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 given reason is why he. But there's no way he left that movie because of scheduling, scheduling conflicts. Yeah. You can rec- he could have done record that whole audio movie in a day anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, it's called a land patch or satellite patch. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So back to the anywhere. Mercedes through the woods. Yeah. So, you know, we hear this uh, great Mercedes commercial. Yeah. Beautiful. Great Mercedes. Uh, I think they actually just took stock footage. Yeah. You know, every time there's a car commercial, it's driving through the woods on a windy <laughs> path. Yeah. I think they literally used the through the woods winding. Oh, yeah. And it was like I've shots. I've seen that windy path. Yeah. 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 It was shots. I could, of, you know, you're right. Because if you notice, we're close to the bottom of the screen. It says uh, closed course. Yeah. Don't try this at Yeah. Professional driver. Yeah. yeah they had, the camera was actually down low and you could see the Mercedes big mm-hmm. symbol in the front. Like, clearly, it was a oh, car yeah. commercial <laughs> coming to the. Yeah, and, house. And, and it says something like, uh, you know, when you need to find a, you got to, I can't even remember what the gist of it was other than that it's a close, you know, they've been uh, a, a close, close knit group for seven a long, years, for seven years. They've, they worked there for seven years in so this uh, closed facility. Most and this likely incident. they've gone, uh, they've fallen astray from the, the yeah, plan. They, yeah, they might have like deviated from the plan yeah. or something. Yeah. So she's there to investigate. And did they bring up Helsinki at that point? Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. like, we don't want another Helsinki. Right. So yeah. 
So there you go. We've yeah. got Brian Cox and something about Helsinki. Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay. That seems like... And this person, uh, we find out this is Kate Maher, and she's supposed to be uh, uh, sort of a, a crisis, uh, you know, uh, assessment yeah. uh, for, you know, a, a corporation. Yeah, she's there to... And they keep saying the company, right? The company, the, yeah. The, it's like, uh, they kept saying that over and over. Yeah. And I'm just like, could they have not said that? 50 yeah. times in this movie. But anyway, uh, or from corporate. I'm from corporate. Yes. This is what corporate... Oh, God. I'm like, it sounded like they're working at a, a Walmart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way they kept right. saying corporate. Yeah. But anyway, um, but she's there to assess the incident, you know, and figure out what really happened with Morgan and mm-hmm. stabbing this lady, you know, stabby stab. And uh, and also see what's going on in this facility because it's all closed and there's like, what, five or six people that work there, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's why she's showing up in her uh, brand new 2017 Mercedes mm-hmm. yeah. Benz. Straight five. off the lot. Yeah. They get there and then uh, Toby Jones gives this exposition piece uh, because, of course, you have to explain to a worker of the company what the company does. Yeah. Like how so, exactly. Yeah. This is what we Although, do here. I will say I took that as like they have a lot of different projects sure, going on. Sure. So, right. you know, like she's got to get up to speed. Sure. Uh, but, I, was just, I was just like, she might ab- know what they're doing. But then here. even after he explains it to her, though, like I give him the benefit of the doubt and she's and like, then, I know all this. Stop wasting yeah. my time. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm thinking that she's going there to invest and if she was there to investigate and learn everything her she probably couldn't make that great of an assessment in a day so like they probably filled her in before she went to yeah it. you would think right just like brian cox giving her oh i guess it was a voicemail you voice said she was yeah. i'm like well, it was a very long voicemail too because i'm like i've left i've left voicemails before but this one like how long is this yeah. like hey, this voice hey, is me again, again. Yeah. uh sorry <laughs> i think i got cut off that ever happened to you okay anyway this so. voicemail was so long it was delivered by audible oh my yeah. god it was just like kept going it kept going and then she's like delete file well they had to show the uh the turn radius and they had to show the suspension yes. of the car <laughs> A lot to show during the voicemail. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Toby Jones basically goes through and educates her on what their company does and what their their job is, their experiment in this facility. And so you see that there have been three major experiments. So yes. they have basically taken DNA and they shot this little CG created thing about uh, a nano yeah, robotic... Nano- yeah, a nano tech. thing that attaches to DNA. Mm-hmm. And so they're basically trying to create real human beings that are genetically modified. And so the first time the organs were born outside the body, yep. which is something that really happens, yes. I believe, with babies. But anyway, so in there, in this experiment, the organs were born outside. It didn't last very long. Then they kind of brushed over the second, the second one. one not because, sure what because I kept thinking, spoiler alert for later, that yeah. the second one might come into play right. more you know something yeah. might come into play but they were like yeah the second one didn't work and then the third one is morgan like they yeah. literally just brushed over that pretty they didn't really say how it ended they're like that just didn't last long and then the third one uh they were able to have this baby this mm-hmm. thing born that looks like a baby yeah they keep referring to or kate mara definitely is like it's an it she goes and yeah she's and, not a she she's an it yeah and these people have worked on this project for seven years uh morgan at this point in time is five years old yet looks like a 20 year old sure. like a yeah, late teens 20 uh she ages like v mm-hmm. yeah i never watched that Did oh, they grow fast? Was, yeah yeah they okay. they're like accelerated the, there's a the aliens have a baby with human was her name robin oh god I don't and uh um and but still think about the lady eating a, the uh, guinea pig. Yeah, I tried. I tried to watch the reboot with Juliet from Lost. It was not very. It. Good. I know. I watched the yeah, first I, episode. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not watching yeah. this. Um, but uh, but they had a but one of the like a hybrid, a hybrid. Yeah. A, the, yeah. An alien seduces a human, and she has a baby, and then the baby ends up like with accelerated growth, yeah. which was really just a plot device. It was expensive to have a child have a kid act, yeah. And right. so it was like, oh, we'll just have, like... Yeah. Explain, yeah. yeah. So uh, so she ages or grows quite rapidly, but she's five years old at this point, and you get the feeling from they're all, all the attached characters to that they're all attached, exactly. They like birthday parties, yes. and it's uh, like, they're oh, They're outside no. playing tag and stuff, and yeah. so so the thing is, this, this child is five years old, and Kate Mara from corporate is very rigid, very mm-hmm. stoic. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just whenever anyone says she, she corrects them. It, yeah. It's an it. It is not a human yeah. being. And so you get the the feeling that uh, all the researchers, the five or six people, even the cook that she runs into, like they're all attached to Morgan. They call her she. They yeah. consider her a human. Mm-hmm. They've uh, attended these parties. And so anyway, that's that's the like the polarization there is that like Kate Mar is there for business. It is a 
scientific project to her. It's mm-hmm. not a person. Um, and everyone else is a little hinky about that. So yeah, that's not the a first fan of, of, of corporate. No, exactly. There, but who is really? I mean, the cook is a little like iffy because uh, apparently Morgan made a, a perfect risotto. And yeah, so he, he, yeah. He, he, he's a little. He took about. He that. took umbrage at that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, they, you know, because they do drag out uh, the time of, you know, on, before Kate Mara and and Morgan actually come face to face. Yeah. And when they do come face to face, I was like, oh, so that's what happens. Yeah. So they're basically <laughs> like she more uh, Kate Mara's character who is called Lee Weathers. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Weathers. I, th- why does that name? I feel like there's another character there's, or something that's there's like, an actress named Lee Merriweather. Oh, maybe that's yeah. something. Cause I'm like, Lee Weathers. That yeah. just okay. I know. So uh, there, she wants to meet Morgan right away, and they're all like, yeah, dragging their feet. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah we'll we'll do that later. Yeah. And you know, we'll, um, so we'll in some time for yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. So they bring they finally bring her down, and Morgan has been isolated in this glass room. Literally, mm-hmm. like it's just yeah. uh, she has a bed. She has she listens to music a lot. Um, it's pretty spacious, but it's still walled off by a glass mm-hmm. wall. So um, you can tell they have her isolated after this incident. And uh, they come face to face. And uh, they uh, come face to face. Like a reflection in a mirror. So, so obviously. It's glass. Don't don't be confused. Yeah. yeah, Like they they frame it in such a way of like, well, that that either is just a weird coincidence or there. Or this uh, Luke Scott is not subtle. Well, it's interesting because. (laughs) The six people, the six researchers or scientists that are obviously real people are very right. friendly. They're very, they have a lot of personality. Lee Weathers, it may as well be a robot. Cold. She's very, yeah. Very Morgan, stern. Morgan detached. is friendly and polite as she's pr- mm-hmm. been taught or programmed, whatever, by her nanobots. Yeah. Very robotic, very stoic. Yeah. So you've got these two characters that are just like ice. Yeah. And then you yeah. have human beings that they're yeah. interacting. And with. then finally we do, there is a, uh, another uh, doctor who comes in kind of oddly late. The the uh, uh, basically the head uh, doctor. Uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, Doctor Lee Chung Chen. Yeah, Chen. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, oh, then she shows up because she's there to bring up uh, Helsinki again. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so you can tell. So she's like the head head scientist, yeah. I guess. That's kind of in charge, she's but she doesn't do a lot detached. of grunt work. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's kind of like in the main office, making overseeing things and on a, uh, on a really bad internet connection. Making, yes, making um, a diary <laughs> video <laughs> diaries. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they come face to face, and they're like, uh, she basically is. Uh, you can tell that Lee Weathers is trying to get a feel for Morgan and, mm-hmm. and just get some basic responses. And the other doctors are like, all right, I think that's enough for this evening. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll conduct the site. We'll conduct the t- psych study tomorrow. So everybody get your sleep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just get a really weird feeling from Morgan. Like her answers to, you can tell Morgan, we should say is very smart. Mm-hmm. So they, they do reference in this movie that Morgan is smarter than anyone there. And they're all scientists, yeah. right? And Morgan is five years old. So mm-hmm. the intellect, because of this nanotechnology in the way, so we're led to believe that she's very smart and she seems to know everything and everyone. So well, they, yes. they even say at one point that she's uh, developing precognition. Yeah. So, like she's starting to get borderline psychic. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. Cause she knows she Lee knows Weathers. Lee, uh, she goes, right when she arrives. Yeah. Hello. Nice to meet you, Lee Weathers or whatever. And she's yeah. like, you know me? She's like, hey, you're Lee Weathers. You work for blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first point. We're just like, this is mm-hmm. odd that she yeah. knows. Um, so anyway, they retire from, from that night. And then the next day, uh, Paul Giamatti shows up. Yeah, Paul Giamatti driving down the road, and while what uh, car was he driving? Was that uh, the Audi commercial? Or yeah, I think it was pulls the Audi. Up right next yeah, we switched to, to the Audi yeah. commercial. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he pulls up, and uh, he plays the uh, I don't know the cold, unfeeling psychiatrist psych doctor yeah, yeah so they're gonna give her the test but they place him outside the window for his own protection yeah and he's like i don't do that it'll be fine where we're like it will not be fine yeah they're yeah, like, no. like although i did like his line where he's like if you need me on the other side of this glass then she's already, already failed the psych evaluation yes. wouldn't you agree and absolutely it's, like, it was, it's really hard to argue with that logic it was, yeah. it was yeah. a good line and then uh-huh. they, they instantly like don't say anything and they're, they're just go and open the door and put them mm-hmm. in there so they're face to face and if you saw the preview like dan and i did last yeah, week last i don't know week. if you did you ever yeah. see a preview for this no movie? okay so when we saw the preview you know you've seen this whole scene almost, you know what happens. and you know exactly what happens 
And when I saw the movie, I thought that maybe she had some like special powers or something. Didn't yeah, they play they the preview like to make it look like she had powers? Like she force pushed him into the wall. They did. So yeah. that's the way. They, oh, really? That's yeah. the way they cut the trailer. And I kept watching the movie, trying to figure out what her abilities were going to be. Yeah, because like I thought we were going to be like, oh, right. I thought I thought this movie was a sci-fi. You know, it's got really Scott attached. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a sci-fi power type movie, no. where it's more of a just a science movie. It's, nah. it's nothing is like except for the precognition. But they're saying that's and even due to, then. Yeah. They, science basically and even like, then like she never really uses it except for parlor tricks it's, right. I mean, it's, it's like she knows somebody's name already she kind of knows why they're there but it's not like she's really using it she really never uses it to her advantage no to her it was people. just a couple of yeah. quick yeah tricks like you said yeah. i know who you she are kind of uses it a little bit to get under you know people's Paul yeah. skin right or or maybe not i don't know i mean because he's just giving he's her a test and he right. also seems fairly off balance but for, she, he is i mean yeah, for someone like doing for an evaluation on someone he seems not right i get he was trying to force a certain or get a certain answer or see what kind of answer she would give and yeah. he was definitely responsible for that but i don't think that your like psychiatrist would yell at you and and right. he yeah. he basically coaxed her into giving the answer which is she's not stable and should right. be terminated. Like, there's no other. What other response could he have expected? Like, he was pushing her buttons. Oh, he's definitely pushing and her so, buttons. And so she pushed his because she guesses that he's oh, got absolutely. a 13 year old daughter that he doesn't see much. And, yeah, and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, they have this conversation back and forth, which almost started off friendly, and Paul Giamatti, Giamatti progressively gets worse and worse with his questioning and his tone, and then he basically says, you know. How, what, how would you feel because oh because she says i've developed feelings and i i know yeah. what love is i love my friends these yeah. other scientists and he's like you know love and that's mm-hmm. what i get into these you know conversations and he's like would you love me if i recommended you could go to the lake like you wanted mm-hmm. and she's like i don't know and then he's like well how would you feel if i recommended we terminated you and she's like i don't know that and she's being very analytical mm-hmm. and smart mm-hmm. i believe playing him at this point she's like well whatever you answer you choose is the correct one because you're the professional and that's from like man she is smart she yeah. is she knows what answers they're looking for but then he starts pushing the buttons and her she can't separate her logic from emotions and then he's like what would you say like yelling at her if i recommend that you're yeah. terminated you know and then and then she basically gets up and, up and pushes the table and grabs him bites and, him and, the, and uh, yeah bites him in the jugular and uh, yeah. Then it starts to look like something out of a Resident Evil movie or yeah. something. She's got blood all around her mouth. Uh-huh. And, and this is the point where I'm just like, well, that's different than I thought this movie was going to be because I think they purposefully cut that trailer. I don't know why. I only watched it once, but since well, we both thought it, there was some powers like going on here. using like you know, telepathy or so something. So maybe they tried to spice it up a little and make it thing mm-hmm. seem less like a psychological thing and more of a yeah. power thing. But anyway, so she just, yeah, she bites him in the neck uh, and they all come, all the people rush in and subdue her with a tranquilizer dart. Um, and uh, that's that. So at this point, you're like, okay, I don't think anyone's making the recommendation. It's kind of like at the end of Jurassic Park when mm-hmm. uh, when he's like to, to Richard Attenborough, yeah. you know, when he's like, yeah, I'm not recommending your park to be open. At this point, I'm expecting Kate Mara to say something and they never really say it, but you're mm-hmm. like waiting for it. Like, yeah, we're no. terminating this project. Yeah. So the next scene, they wake up in a lab and the head scientist is there and they've got these syringes mm-hmm. And basically, uh, they've they're gonna put her to sleep right. is what they're doing, and so they're you know uh, Morgan wakes up and she's like, "What's going on? I'm so sorry. I don't know where I was." Like again, being very docile she's and, crying, and yeah, and, and at this point, I w- I wasn't sure if they were trying to go for an angle of like maybe she doesn't know what she's doing, like right. something took over. I think they were trying to show that like her that her nanotechnology, her her mm-hmm. like. She can't separate it from her human side that is whatever they implanted, her like real DNA that has emotions, and then her uh, right. ability to do to be a weapon, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think what they're trying to show is she's like, I, I didn't mean to. I'm, you know, and she acted like a normal person. So um, at this point, you basically see that, like, she cannot control that side of her. And uh, they're basically like, I think this is where the doctor is like, yeah, I'm not your mother. She keeps referring to that main mm-hmm. doctor as mother because they've all grown up in this very close situation. And she basically breaks it to her, I'm not your mother. And and this is where we're all like, yeah, I think someone's about to snap at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, isn't this where they go to put her asleep and then the... Uh, the guy decides not, he's not going to... One of the, the scientists says, I'm like, not doing it. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to do it. And he puts down the syringe and walks out. Mm-hmm. He's been dating another gal scientist there. Yeah. And she's like, I understand. You made the right choice. So then at this point, I think... 
Kate Mara is like, all right, well, I'm going right. to do it. Yeah. And she, I think she goes to grab the syringe. And then uh, the other scientist who uh, we haven't really mentioned, but uh, his name's Ted, played by Michael Yer. Yar. Mm-hmm. He looks familiar, but I yeah, couldn't quite I couldn't. peg him. But um, he then uh, tranquilizes Kate Mara. Yeah. So at this point, you're like, what the hell is going on here? It's just like, they're going to, you know, and this is where I thought it kind of got exciting. Uh, again, yeah. I mean, I was pretty bored for the first this half. Point, yeah. And, and this is really poorly shot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, 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 terribly. No, the action yeah. is terrible. In for, this movie. We'll for get it, to that for, for sure. Building to this, you yeah. think you're going to get a yeah. better payoff. Right. Yeah. And, and it hasn't even happened yet, but there's two fight scenes in this entire movie. Mm. Terrible fight scenes, but that hasn't even happened yet. But at this point, we're like halfway through the movie almost. And I'm like, okay, a twist, something is going to happen you know um you know they've knocked out the main character here and so i'm like okay this is getting interesting at least the first half i just thought was so boring with all their yeah you know exposition and this is what we do here and meet the cook and uh-huh. try my chili or whatever you know it's just yeah. like come on um so at this point she wakes up from that tranquilizer and she's in the glass case right and then at, th- at this point this is when ted explains to her like uh your you know your opinion is one and we've been working on this project for seven years and we think that we deserve a chance to explain to corporate our side of the story so you're just gonna hang out here while uh, we get in contact and and yeah. she's like and she's like no this is yeah. you're making a huge mistake. yeah let me out and she's like they'll be here sooner than you think and they're like all right well we'll greet them and we'll talk about this right yeah. and so they go in uh everyone is frantically packing their bags and at this mm-hmm. point we're led to believe they're going to escape with they're sure. they're leaving the facility uh they left uh dr Chen, uh, she's in like the main house, yeah. and everyone else is basically going to escape with Morgan, and and you know they care yeah. about her, so including Egret uh, from uh, Game of Thrones. That's who that is. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm like, I was. She's thinking, not really like. I, I feel like she's more like just like she's a, like a, a counselor, caretaker. Or something. Yeah, or something. she's not a doctor. I'm pretty no. sure she's. Yeah, she's she's the closest one to Morgan. So they're yeah. they're actually like friends. She's mm-hmm. the one that's taken her on these nature hikes. Um, and uh, we learned that there was another incident. Yeah. That was pretty frightening. And I don't know if we flash back at this point, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they go back to that that walk to the lake or mm-hmm. outside, and uh, they see a deer. And she she walks up to the deer. Is it, it's the deer hurt, is right? Like and, impaled on a on a yeah, limb. Yeah, it's or something. hurt. And then her instinct is to walk up to it and just snap its neck. Yes, and just kill it. And then that's when Egret is like freaked out. And right. Um. So that is why they wouldn't let her out of the room. Right. Or She's got bef- tendencies. Yeah. Before. Before. But she, at the same time, like that. She was also putting it up its misery. Right, I mean, like I didn't think that was as cruel of an act. As right, the movie I know. Was, I was kind of like I was surprised that that was the thing that like kept her in because honestly, she made the 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 decision that like this animal is right. Not going, well, you know, so and I, the thing was wounded. Yeah, oh, yeah clearly was, had been wounded for a while because the deer was emaciated. Yeah. yeah, like you know what I mean. So like it had clearly been also. I if took a cop it, came along, it would have shot the deer. Right, and, right. And put it out its misery. Right, but no, they, they didn't know I, how to react. Yeah, to I don't think so. So like she made the very logical decision because yes. Morgan is basically a robot. I mean, mm-hmm. she is a synthetic. Yeah. She is, you know, all this nanotechnology fused with some human DNA. And so yeah. she is logical and analytical and she saw the wounded deer and took it out of its misery, right? Yeah. It's the right action. But yet they've grown up with this girl, quote unquote girl. And uh, the fact that she just killed like that, like yeah. I don't think that was part of their research or programming. And so they wanted to analyze where that came from. Right. Sure, she made the right decision. Like it should be put out of its misery, but maybe you go get a gun or call someone. She yeah. went and just killed it, and so I think they wanted to study that, mm-hmm. and maybe weren't going to isolate her to that room yet. I think they maybe just wanted to isolate her from nature walks and, sure. and so yeah. they could study her, and well, then stabby, I mean, or at least get some some, some answers or something. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's so pale. She <laughs> and and also why well, she's never, doesn't go outside? And right. also was she like Eminem getting ready for a rap battle? Why was yeah. she in a hoodie they the loved, entire time? Yeah, no, I mean they had her, like socked up on on like a lifetime supply of hoodies of for gray hoodies that, that's uh, one of thing of all that, different sizes because that's her outfit of choice yeah i you know and during the movie i i since she never really changed that outfit we see her out of the hoodie or maybe it's off one time in the entire mm-hmm. movie the rest of the movie she's yeah. in a gray zip up hoodie so i was thinking are we going to get a reveal that she has some half robot thing like right, yeah. i kept thinking why would like you keep this thing. character in a nope. gray zipped up hoodie you don't see her hair i'm like does she have hair you i know, think it was easier to make her look otherworldly. okay yes. yeah it just was a weird I think if she, she had when when she, you yeah. see the hair it like it humanizes her in a way that they were gotcha. trying to make her look just not quite right because she right. was pale and you couldn't see the hair and so you're right and it worked so that makes sense 
anyway, so yeah, I think she was banned from nature walks and then she went stabby McStabberson. Mm-hmm. Then she was locked to the room and led us up to the incident and all that. So, so we see that and we know that something is a little weird with her programming. Um, so at this point they're all packing their bags and they're going to escape with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, she's kind of groggy. Yeah. She's waking up for a thing and you, you believe that these people love and oh. care for Morgan. Like they're not, you know, these scientists started off with a project, but from all the home videos and everything, we've yeah. learned they care about her. Oh, so they, they are her. not trying to trick her or do anything. Mm-mm. But Morgan wakes up and they're like, we got to go. She grabs the syringe that they were going to put her yeah. under with and stabs she's, it right in the like main dude's stomach. Yeah, and she's kills no him. longer, she's not quite as attached to them. Yeah. And so at that <laughs> point, it's like, crap. And I really felt bad for that guy because like he was yeah. a good character. Like He's the one who let her live. Yeah. They're all there doing, you, you start to feel for him because really he was a good dude. And uh, she kills him first. She kills him. She kills Ted. Next. Yeah. She, yeah. And, and then, while he's and talking to Kate Mara. So, so he, he, he grabs a gun and points at her and he's like, Morgan, you have to stop this. Yeah. And does she get it out of his hands yeah. and then shoot him? And yeah. I thought this was a cool scene. Yeah. This was a, a, the way they filmed it. So mm-hmm. again, to give a, more credit to a couple of these shots in the movie, mm-hmm. it's a peripheral yeah. view. Uh, the room is on the left and Kate Mara's maybe on the right or kind of like in the center looking at this peripheral view. Mm-hmm. And he starts stumbling out of the room and he's been shot like mm-hmm. in the stomach or whatever. And he's yeah. looking at her and they don't say anything they're just looking at each other yeah and all of a sudden he gets shot in the head and the blood's blood spatters to the right on the wall so yeah. like it was just a cool scene the way yeah. he stumbled out one one static shot and then uh-huh. is killed like that and so she kind of jumps and is like whoa and uh that's when morgan comes out and and now they're on opposite sides of the glass mm-hmm. like the same scene shot on the other end and uh and, and this is basically where she's like she says something to her like you'll you'll understand or you'll see something yeah. like that and at this point what, what we've all been thinking since the beginning is that kate mara because of her similarities to morgan the way they both are right. so cold we're like kate mara has to be something's not right uh, a robot or something <laughs> yeah. there's something weird yeah. she's another experiment or whatever well, they talked about helsinki enough that like we also heard that there was uh you know, like 30 people and that became something happened and yeah down to nine yeah right exactly um and so at this point morgan says something like you'll understand you'll see and the way she looks at her so she doesn't kill her like she killed everybody else so i'm like there's something morgan knows about Mm -hmm. kate mara's character Mm -hmm. you know and then she takes off so then uh kate mara shimmies up some bed kate Mm -hmm. mara becomes an action hero she does yes at this at this point she is doing like the american ninja warrior wall climb and and Mm -hmm. like shimmying up and doing all this stuff and busts out a vent from the ceiling um and then uh egret comes uh stumbling along or no morgan busts out of the research facility and he mm-hmm. like waiting out there because they wouldn't let her in the interrogation because they knew right. how close she was and maybe she's not a scientist or whatever and egret's like where's everybody where's ted where's yeah. whatever and she's like we have to go right now get in the car get in the car yeah and uh i'm gonna go to the other house and kill everybody else yeah and then <laughs> and then uh What's the... I can't remember the guy's name, but the, the the girlfriend, whoever the other scientist was that had a relationship with the first guy that she killed, yeah. she starts getting in the car and she like she gets out of the car and uh, Morgan just kills her. Take, takes her out. Takes her out. And that's when, I mean, the first time Egret sees Morgan do something like oh, yeah. that. And so she's visibly shaken. You know, she is literally shaking. Uh, and uh, she actually hands the gun that I think that gal had that she killed over to Egret. Mm-hmm. And is like, here you go. You hold this. Mm-hmm. Get in the car. Wait for me. Yeah. I have to go see mother. <laughs> yeah. so, so you're like, oh, that'll be a nice visit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And this is when we see Dr. Chen doing the Skype. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a really bad connection. Yeah, so she's doing this. Yeah, like video diary to the board, to the corporate, or whatever, trying to explain what happened. Um, you know, you always see those in like futuristic movies. Like you see that in yeah. Interstellar, and you mm-hmm. see that in like Prometheus, right. and you see those in all the sci-fi futuristic. And I'm just thinking, like, that's weird in modern times to do like a video report right. when there's phones and things but anyway you could just use a really long voicemail yeah (laughs) yeah right i mean they're long in this movie so basically what happens is you morgan basically comes in and kills her on camera and it's recorded Mm -hmm. on the video report and uh she comes down and uh, they get in the car and this is where we get the chase scene yeah uh well that we also see that toby jones 
either killed himself yeah, or he Morgan hung him. killed himself. I took it easy. Himself. Killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had grown so yeah. attached to Morgan and couldn't even bear the fact that right. they were they were killing her, basically, and he felt like she was a person. And so yeah. uh, that was but, a little depressing because, I mean, he was a yeah. good dude. Yeah. Like, he, was, he just was misguided. Yeah. And Kate Mara runs inside to get her gun. Mm-hmm. That she apparently has for her uh, risk assessment job, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, then she brings along, you know, cook, Cookie, yeah. whatever his name was, yeah. the cook, and they uh, and his uh, rifle, his yeah, hunting his rifle. rifle, his hunting they, rifle. They uh, alluded to that uh, earlier. Whenever they're cooking, she's like, she's like, "Why do you have a gun?" And he's like, "Oh, we we can't, we're farm fresh here. You know, I'm a pretty yeah. good shot. Like he kills deer yeah. for yeah. you know. So that's what they so have at least. It's okay to shoot a deer." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's not locked up no. for shooting deer. No. no. But if she snaps the neck of one yeah. that's going to die. Yeah. 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 Makes okay. Sense. So the car's, yeah, the car chase uh, to, I don't even know where they plan on going. Yeah. You know? Well, they just, they overlap two of those car commercials where they're driving through the woods. <laughs> yeah, they just put just the like, other one overlapped on and they're winding through the hills. Yeah, winding through the... Well, and, they were heading to the lake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That the whole point is that Morgan wants to go to the lake that Egrets told her about, and which really the lake was a little underwhelming, considering it's supposed to be the most beautiful lake ever. I was just like, it was okay. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) No. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't, but it it wasn't the lake. Yeah. It wasn't an ugly lake, but it was Crystal Lake. But it wasn't. But it was just like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you like, do now? Yeah, it's a lake. Okay. Uh, you finally so, found yourself a lake. I'm so, oh yeah. So, so Cookie is like, I know where they're going. Get in and and uh, me. Well, there's a line. There's a line I like here where where because yeah. obviously there's a there's a quote unquote reveal that it, we all kind of figured out pretty early, but where where he's trying to stop her, like we need to, need to leave, and she's like, this is what I do. Like yeah, you know, right. she's just like, oh no, no, no! Now I know what my like. She's like, now I can really dial in on my on my mission. Yeah, yes. no, as yeah. Were. As soon as she went superhero, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just affirmed your life. She's loading up her gun. You're like, eh. yeah. So there's something. She's, she's more she's than not you just need. A, she's not just a badass like agent. At this point, you're just like, she is elite. Whatever she yeah. is, she is elite. And uh, anyway, so they're they're in the van uh, to, on the way to the lake, and then Kate Mara drives up in the Mercedes, and the van starts sideswiping it and sideswipes it right into a tree where she obviously gets very injured. Uh, and that's when the cook pulls up and uh, sees her, and she's like, I'm commandeering your vehicle. And he's like, no, you're not. You're yeah. like, can't even walk. And so he says, get in. They're going to the lake, and this is when they get there. And at this point, the movie, I believe this is when the movie is about 15 minutes from being over because mm-hmm. I looked at my my phone and this is just when the action starts like yeah. 50 minutes out of an hour and a half movie yeah. the so-called action starts mm-hmm. nothing's really happened and then it's almost over i'm like this is just kind of a pointless movie like <laughs> I-, I compare yeah. this movie genre wise and like the feel of it and some of the stuff to like ex machina which was an excellent movie right yes and there's like a uh they they bring up a lot of um uh ethical things a lot of ethical questions like in ex machina this is a robot but it had human traits and personality Mm -hmm. and so if it can learn and if it can learn to feel and these things like can you just get rid of it because it is is it a person at this point right so it deals with some of that in this it's just more of the laffy taffy version right it's just bad so like when i was thinking of how good ex machina is and how they bring up these things and you have the the conflict between Mm -hmm. oscar isaac who is basically like what all these scientists are you know you have him and then you have the kid that's uh general huck who is trying yeah. to and the Weasley kid that is Bill Weasley yeah. is that you've got these great characters and they're both on either end of the spectrum of trying to like mm-hmm. you know is this robot's thing more human or is it right. just a robot and so they did it in such a good way and so much happens in that movie but at this point by the time we're to this chase and and then there also was one fight scene one of the two fight scenes which I think has to set the record for quickest jump cuts ever. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. I thought red two was yeah, bad. This yeah. Was, this oh, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. I don't I even know if almost, they were in the same room. No, <laughs> I almost seriously, I was getting a headache from it. Yeah. There's jump cuts like that terrible red two action scene. We always talk about in terrible. that like convenience store with the martial artist and Bruce Willis or whatever. And they're quick. And that was terrible. They were like one second or less than a second. This had to be one tenth of a second yeah. jump cuts. It was, it goes like half a punch, half a punch, half a punch, turn the camera, this person that person every movement yeah, it's, whether it was a hit or not just like a movement was a different angle they must have not been able to film one no good looking like puncher no. scene because they just cut everything together and there's like jason Bourne type cuts and good action cuts and then there's this mess yeah, and right. i could well, not we'll make it look 
more intense. Yeah, I think they were punching each other. Maybe. I mean, the sound effects were good. I'll give them that. Like the, the sound, <laughs> seriously, the sound yeah. editing that they used for these choppy, well, crappy you know, they cuts. They had the stabby guy, so he's like, yeah, yeah, right, I oh, got some man. good punches in my library. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, literally, like they were like, poof, poof, whatever. Yeah. It sounded good, but man, that gave me a headache. So, anyway, they had that terrible fight scene. And then uh, she go, Kate Mara goes with the chef, and then Morgan and Egrad are at the lake. And they get there, and they go out to the dock that overlooks the lake and some hills. And, and then they that, both start they've got. tearing up, basically. Yeah, and at this point, I'm like, so they've gotten to the lake. And what is the end game here? Like, where is Morgan going to go from here? She's just going to live at the lake. Her she's, superior intellect petered out about right. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I'm like, <laughs> because well, she, yeah, all she, right. what was your plan? So, so yeah, she got to the lake with her quote unquote friend, you know, Egret here. And so at this point, Egret is like, is this no? Maybe we're jumping ahead here. At this point, Kate Mara has the rifle that she's taken from the mm-hmm. chef, and she can't find them. She's just in the middle of the woods, yeah. so she's like, I'm just going to shoot up in the air, right? And that lures morgan. Oh, morgan so luckily morgan in a fight into a fight and this was and she gets impaled yeah she yes, throws her i gets impaled yeah just yeah. like the deer yes exactly and but she so doesn't kill her. at this point we're like well well you know what she's most likely to do and yeah she, and she does it well we'll yeah. see what i thought at this point when she gets impaled and i'm like i think they're gonna show her they went with more of the reveal like the, yeah. the surprise reveal but i thought they were gonna show her just get up yeah, you know, and take the thing out. Yeah, from her I thought side so too. And yeah. Start fighting her or go they after her or something. They have some sort like of face to face powers or something. Yeah. So, no. so at this point, right. as far as we know, which no one thinks, but Kate Mara's dead. She's impaled yeah. on this log. Right. Morgan goes back to the dock and to stand and look at the water supply. She's back there again <laughs> for the second time in this movie. Again, I have no idea what they're going to do. And it's not even like there's stuff to do there. There's no boats. There's no house on the lake or anything. <laughs> I mean, no literally, boats. there's a lake, hills, and one dock with no dock. boats. It's like. So you're there, and at this point, Egret's like, you have to stop. She takes the gun that Morgan gave her back in, you know, 30 minutes mm-hmm. earlier, and she points at her, and she, you got to stop. And and now we know she's toast, because, yeah. you know, Morgan gives her the look of, like, yeah. the other scientist got the look, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, you're not my friend. I thought you were my only friend. Um, and so she basically is going to try to kill Egret, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, so surprise, Kate Mara. Kate Mara's not dead. And so no. she, she, uh, she comes up behind her and... Beats her. And yeah, she beats her. Throws she her throws into the her water, water and then gets in and her, drowns her. her. Yeah. So at that point, you're like, okay, so our suspicions were affirmed. She's yeah. not. She's not human. Yeah, yeah she's, she's not real. very resilient. Yeah. So at this point, it's just Kate Mara and Egret. Mm-hmm. This I didn't really see coming, but here's damage control. Yeah. She just takes the gun and shoots Egret in the head. Yeah. Done. Dead. Falls in the water. Or whatever. Yeah. So you're like, oh crap. So she gets out, and it's just her and the chef now. They're yeah. the last two people from the facility that are alive. Yeah. And so I don't believe she was going to kill him. She's like, get she in the wasn't. car. We got to go. And he started asking questions. Yes. He said, where is Egret? I, I just can't remember her name. Yeah. None of these characters are really that No, I, I, memorable. Yeah, I was making up my own name. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whatever. So Cookie, Cookie so, goes, where's Red? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so, and, and he goes, no, where is she? And at this point, she's like, I'm sorry, because this, she really, she kind of liked she, him. She kind of liked yeah. him. The chef they dude was a good guy. Somewhat. They did have this connection and she goes, I'm, I'm so sorry or whatever and kills him. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. So at this point, uh, we fa- fast, fast forward to Brian Cox mm-hmm. and he's in a meeting room with another executive and they start talking about, uh, yeah, they're, they're at the, the, the the, the bad guy office. Yeah. <laughs> the bad the headquarters. Guy office. Bad guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so they start saying that this experiment, which they call it like the L7 program or whatever, yeah, let's L7. just call it L7. So they're like, you know, we, we told you the L7 program was never the best program or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, now it's time to revert everything back to the L4. R14. Yeah, L, it was the, L4. the fourth one. Yeah, to the L4. And, and they talk about she acted perfectly. She acted to protocol. She acted mm-hmm. whatever. And so, yeah, put two and two together. And then, the elf and she does this like thing with her hands. Which she did the same thing that some, Morgan did. It was like this thing Morgan did. Like, yeah, always a turn her times. hands over and 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 be like, look, yeah. which hands the ball? It was ba- yeah, it was basically like yeah. you know when the dealer it's is empty. at blackjack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was exactly or like she's about to do a card <laughs> or the, trick or the, or the hide the ball thing. Which yeah, no hands, nothing up my sleeves. So we yeah, see her do so, that two so we're, times. We're a hundred percent certain at this point because in case you had any doubt, maybe at the first ten minutes, the L four program, and then it shows. Kate Mara at the desk yeah. like, as they're talking with the L4 and there's program. like a big side flashing overhead she's a robot she's a robot <laughs> and she acted perfectly according yeah. to protocol and, no. then it face, and then it just flashes back to her and you're like sequel 
Yeah. Morgan then, 2. Then it's over. Yeah. I don't so, think you'll be getting a Morgan no. 2. No. Well, not with this no. kind of... I, just, I hope Kate Mora's uh, three-picture deal was pay or play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, is that a... It, honestly, is it a, a terrible movie? It's just... Is it's a very slight movie. Yeah, exactly. It's very slight, and it's it's twist. It's because it's so slight. It 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 was almost impossible to bury the twist. No, oh, yeah. there's there's nothing yeah. to this movie. And like I was talking to Tom before the show, I'm like, I didn't like this movie. It wasn't getaway bad, but it just wasn't good. It just wasn't. No. Okay, it was a well made film. The acting was fine. The acting wasn't the problem. Yeah. The camera shots weren't the problem. No, it's a good looking movie. Um, yeah, but. It was so slight that there again, like Ex Machina is packed with moral dilemmas, sure. and yeah. good writing, and really intriguing characters. It's, this was just like nothing happened till fifteen minutes. Then they went on a little chase. She kills everyone, and then Kate Mara kills her, and it's like, oh, surprise! She's yeah, a robot. I mean, this was like, like fortune cookie philosophy. Yeah, and and yeah. And, and and so they really there and there, there was no good action. No. There was no good plot, really. No good characters. So, like, what was it about this movie left to enjoy? There just yeah, really yeah. wasn't. It was empty. And it and it felt feels hollow after Ex Machina. I think yeah, we might have a exactly. little bit more affinity Absolutely. for the film if we hadn't seen Ex yeah. Machina. But because we'd already seen something that dabbles in this and more of an art house, yeah. than than yeah. than action. But movie I don't think type. we would have liked this either way. But I don't I think we would have. Don't think it helps. I, yeah, it yeah, doesn't it, help. Yeah. yeah. It also, it is just. I mean, I, I sat there. I was like. Wow, is that going to be the twist? Yeah, because <laughs> like, we just started. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, like and, said, there's just not enough going like, on right there. Yeah, stuff like this, movies like this, live on. They, it's like a magic trick. Yeah, back to the hands, and you need to distract people. And there's so little going on in this movie yeah. that you, it's it like yeah, within ten minutes you're like. Oh, is that like? And honestly, like I, I dismissed it for a while because to me it was so obvious. You just I was yeah. like, oh well, they're not going there. Right, exactly. Yeah. You like almost hope that. I was telling Tom, I, I, I kind of wish that they would have had Morgan. I want to write the movie for. Him. Yeah. yeah. I wish that Morgan would have been like accelerating as uh, the movie progressed, yeah. and that at towards the end she would catch. Oh, up. She would suddenly be. She'd turn around, and it was Kate Mara. And she was like a clone. Yeah. Like, I was like, that would have been I cool. Thought, see, I thought at one point that Kate Mara was the second one. Right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, see, I thought they, they were, because they looked they brushed, similar. And they brushed over the second yeah. one. I'm telling you, the first one, the organs are born outside. Yeah. And the I, second, the one, second one, they're like, they, they just go, that didn't work out. Something and so I thought weird. maybe, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, maybe corporate took the second one, yeah. discarded it, and then that was really Kate Mara, and the scientists thought it died. Right. And so I'm thinking they are the same program. Right. Uh, but yeah. that didn't happen. I mean, I, at least that, that would have been like, ooh, you know. That would have been cool. But no, yeah. no, it was just like. She's just a part of a whole different program. Oh, yeah. yeah. No and, sense and, luck. And at the end, again, like I kept waiting for something to happen. And I thought we're going to figure out like, oh, Morgan's going to go out into the world. And she's going to have to like right. figure out where is she hiding and all this. But when I saw how little the movie was left and they were just at the lake, I'm like, all that's going to happen is one is going to die. One is going to live. And it's going to yeah. be over. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's all that's to this movie. No complex dilemma. No, no nope. future. Really? Like, no, no, no it's a very, <laughs> sl- it. I mean, it's an hour, 32 minutes, 32 oh, minutes. Man. Not so that I very, Google very, it during the film. Uh, very slight. <laughs> and I could, cause there was nobody else in the theater. Oh, yeah. so your theater, nobody, nobody was in the theater, Dan, your theater, one other person, one other person, my theater, nobody. Yeah. And I was not in a, 15 seat theater mind you you were yeah. in a fancy theater so how many seats 30 50 30 40 yeah it, it, the, the, the thing that makes me mad about this movie is that I forgot that I bought that I was at the theater that had the seats that had reclined oh. and then it was like 40 minute mark, mark and I'm like oh man and, and I just leave my seat back I have my feet up and then were you at a fancy theater uh, yeah, B&B, yeah, they have, B&B, yeah. How many people in that theater can I, see? I, 20, I would say they probably hold 35 or rows. Yeah. Okay. I was in a 250-seat theater <laughs> yeah, on a Saturday crazy. night at one of the most popular theaters in the area. I was the only person. Did, Saturday did. night, opening weekend, I've one only person. seen one trailer for this movie, yeah. and it was only a week ago. Yeah. So they were clearly <laughs> just done with it. D- dumping yeah. it. That's what and I think. I think they were just dumping it because... And I think it got the weeks of promotion because of Ridley Scott. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, well, we really want you to finish that alien movie. You're mad. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to make you mad. Yeah. So, yeah. so Dan, do yeah. you have a video recovery for us? Uh, yeah. So, uh, obviously, Ex Machina. There's so many movies that we could pull from. So, I'm like, what is a movie that uh, would kind of work with this? Because there's certain things that happen in a movie that reminded me of a 1995 movie called Species. Uh, um, yeah. Because, uh, uh, you know, if you re- it was funny because you're like, 
Ben Kingsley, Forrest Whitaker, um, Michelle Williams, you've, uh, Alfred Molina. You've got all these people in yeah. that movie. And this and is a like, species two or crap, three we're talking no, about. This is just one. Yeah. And you're like, man. And then you got, oh, Michael Madsen. Okay. Well, <laughs> now, now you're talking. And that is um, <clears throat> a movie where... If you don't remember the movie, uh, you've got and Natasha Henstridge, who's introduced in that movie very well. Um, <laughs> it's one way so to describe you, it. So you've basically got um, the movie opens, and we find out that uh, the uh, in the same way, this girl was grown in a lab um, provided by uh, alien technology that was like transmitted somehow. Yeah, I can't. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, they, they kind of gloss over this whole yeah, ninety five. It's a long time ago, but I do remember it was like a, a lab created person. Yeah, experiment she's type created, thing, so, and yeah. it's actually Michelle Williams, yeah. and she's quite young in this, and uh, I think she's supposed to be eleven or twelve. Okay, um, and you know, and the movie opens with them like uh, about to eliminate her in much the same way that hmm, they were going to do with Morgan because she uh, goes stabby stab, things, stab. Yeah, she breaks out and um, escapes, and then. Um, Kills a hobo, pretty bad, and uh, and then uh, she, you know, ends up uh, escaping on the train while they're all pursuing her. There's like they they constantly she escapes this base where there's like hundreds of military, but she was able to escape and helicopters everywhere. Of course, and there's like helicopters all over the place. Like every time, like she's on the run, suddenly there's like a helicopter. I'm like. <laughs> How come you did didn't have, have that? Like, did you not have that thing turned on? Yeah. Because, like, if you've got helicopters, why are they ready? You yeah. know, <laughs> she's on foot. Yeah. Um. And then she like uh, kills the ticket taker on the train, and then she evolves into naked Natasha Henstridge, and then it just is uh, not a very good movie. In fact, I remember it was what a movie I did on the point a long time ago, and I was like, it's, uh, you know, it's not terrible, but it's... I didn't put you on that poster horrible. for that quote. I did not get that the quote. I did not get uh, the quote. No, but it is, it is so bad, and it's, the, the CGI is Unbelievably bad. Oh, like I remember, this is like five CGI, ninety five CGI. Now, character designed by H. R. Eager. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's got that kind of perverse alien esque yeah. kind of okay. creature design. But oh my god, just to, you know, speaking of alien, if it was in the know? early nineties and you weren't James Cameron, your CG wasn't looking Holy very good. You cow, know, like, it's just so so bad, and yeah. it just turns into a really bad horror movie. But it's the same thing that the genetics. And what was the movie? I remember seeing a movie like that was about like. An alien or something who was ET, like phone home. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> who was like super sexy and she was like ET phone home and she was naked for part Th- of the movie. That's this movie. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was because it, I saw it when I was a kid. Like I saw it like what, Life Force. Yeah, Life Force. Life Force. Oh, that movie. I love that. Because ter- that's like a PG that's a movie. Terrible, terrible. That's a Toby Hooper movie, and it is. And then and Steve Riel's back, and uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, because huh. when you're like 14 or something, you go see Life, Life Force, Force, and then all of a sudden, like she walks yeah, around she's naked. naked, and it was like Whoa. a PG movie somehow. At some point, that was but it's definitely not. PG. Yeah, because, because I, she's full. Because full. I saw it in, yeah. the, in the theater, and we were like, yeah. "Holy that cow!" Is, and that movie like, is, and that is, and it's uh, actually Space Vampires. Okay, oh. space fan. Yeah. It, it is so. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that like I have to watch it every few years because it's 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 not good. Yeah, but it's so weird. Was this an NES tie-in or is that just no, coincidence? That's, that's okay, just, I was gonna say, yeah, an NES game. No, Life Force is wow. That's one that's like it's yeah. kind of a deep fried taco, right? Yes, uh, but the species no. And there's like been four, I think, total. But yeah, they made a bunch. Yeah, yeah. not not uh, yeah. Uh, on par with, right. with Morgan. It was the species of its day. <laughs> it was the species of its day. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So cool. Well, thank you, Dan. Yeah, my pleasure. So, uh, Ish. <laughs> so I guess let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can find us at facebook.com slash real spoilers or on itunes at real spoilers if you want to just uh, go to an old-fashioned website like the kids used to you can find us at real spoilers.com or dirty pirate hookers.com always always so uh don't forget we're available on itunes go there rate review subscribe it helps the show tremendously and we greatly appreciate you know it. what i think people thought we weren't on there anymore that's why they have been oh, reviewing that's what's going See, on just let them know yeah just yeah. let them know yeah, oh, yeah. we're on the itunes yeah. you know that. so we should yeah we're gonna have to probably extend the episode next week 
God, to read all you. the yeah. iTunes reviews. And then, uh, then I, I guess you can review us at the other places, but uh, there's so many other places yeah. that it's hard for us to keep track of them. So if you do review us and you on another, on a Stitcher or something, yeah. and you want us to read it, just uh, take a screen grab and send it to us, yeah. and we will include it and in you know, our a lot of those, plugs. A lot of those other ones propagate iTunes reviews. So most of the time when you're even on another one, oh, really? they'll actually show you like, and here's reviews from iTunes. Oh, like, okay. so yeah, that yeah. seems to be the main gotcha. hub of reviews. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what is next week. Sully. I was just. I just. I mean, I like Sully. I really feel like I'm going to miss Mike Wachowski. Yeah. There's. <laughs> yeah. There's that, and I know at some point, uh, Girl on the Train is is. Coming, yeah, that's. I, com- it's it's getting a yeah. staggered release. So oh, I think it? they're they're, you know, maybe trying to do Oscar. Gotcha. Slow roll out. We'll find out one way or the other, but no matter what, we will be back next week because it's what we do. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and until next time, Ava abandons Caleb in the locked facility. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 